as soon as I open it, roaches. To where when I walk in the house, <laughs> did you scream? Hold. <laughs> Welcome back to Econics Talks, guys. When I pop up, everybody gonna be like, man, overnight success. Lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. Are you serious about this? Because if you are, then I'm willing to back the business. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Econics Talks. Today, we're going to be talking about how to deal with toxic coworkers. Yes, how to deal with toxic people. Um, this is an issue that everybody deals with in corporate America, and it's actually, you know, one of the most common issues for um, lack of productivity in your business. So let's cover, you know, some different types of uh, scenarios and different types of personalities that we tend to, you know, deal with on a day-to-day basis that are toxic. So before we do dive into that, I do want to just say a couple of things. You know, when you start to work um, in corporate America or just anywhere, naturally, you know, we're going to have problems with people. People are imperfect. People have issues. People sometimes bring them to work. Um, people just do all kinds of things at work. It's crazy. When you start to really work, um, a full-time job and work in that arena, you realize like, man, there's some crazy people out here. You know, sometimes I'll sit at work and I'm like, dang, like, am I the only normal one here? And you just start to look around and then you start to question like, am I crazy too? So, you know, it's just one of those (laughs) funny things that, Um, you know, as you grow and as you get older and work, you know, a little longer, you start to learn how to navigate some of these circumstances and some of these issues. But at the end of the day, you know, you're always going to run into issues with people only because again, guys, we are human and we, we just have problems. You know, we're, we're a bunch of people with issues trying to figure it out. Um, and that's okay. But you know, when it deals with the workplace, we try to minimize it as much as possible. So we're going to start to dive in on these, these toxic coworkers, man. Um, so the first toxic coworker, this is the negative Nancy. So this type of, of coworker, they bring bad energy. They're negative about everything. They can be extremely draining to be around and they're like real life leeches. Leeches literally suck life out of you. And that negative person at your job is that person. Um, for, for the negative Nancy's out there, um, the best way to deal with them is you have to separate yourself at all costs. You know, if you're forced to work with them in close quarters, then you got a couple of options. You can a ignore the negative and just don't entertain it. Um, or B be direct and explain that negative energy won't get the job done. You know, when dealing with negative people, I really, really try to just separate myself as much as possible. And I really try to maintain a certain energy level and a certain, you know, positive attitude when it comes to work. A lot of times um, when dealing with negative people, you'll notice that they're very pessimistic about life and in general. And, you know, again, when it comes to work, 
even if I don't like my job or like what I'm doing at that moment about my job or within my job, I try to keep a positive mindset and understand what I can and cannot control. So that way, when the negativity starts to come even from myself, I can negate some of it and try to maintain a positive outlook. So when you're dealing with the negative Nancy's of the world, make sure you separate yourself as much as you can because they will literally zap the energy out of you. The negative Nancy is, is the person that will walk into a room, bring that energy in there, and the energy that was that was once there is deflated. Now the room feels negative. Now the room feels empty and then everybody in the room can feel it and they bring this this bad vibe to the entire team and they start to bring down the energy and they start to bring down the success of the entire team because of their negative outlook. So just make sure you separate yourself as much as possible. Make sure that you, you know, again, ignore the negative and just and don't even entertain it. So the next topic is the gossip crew. Yes, the gossip crew. These people, I'm pretty sure you know them. These are the people who create rumors. These are the people who are always in some mess. They talk about everyone and they're always in everybody's business. The gossip crew is one of the most annoying and most dangerous because they keep up a lot of confusion. They keep up drama. You got, you know, those people there are people that you work with that they just, it's like they feed off of, of, of issues. They feed off of that, the, oh, talking about somebody or trying to find out what's going on that ain't got nothing to do with them. And, you know, these types of people, the gossip crew is, is definitely the people who go out of their way to try and figure out some mess. If there's a rumor going around the office, you best believe they're going to be right there trying to figure it out and trying to understand what's going on so that they, they can so that way they can relay that information to everybody and just keep up the confusion. Some people literally thrive off that. They thrive off the drama. So one of the solutions to dealing with the gossip crew is keep them at bay. You have to understand who these people are. Um, understand that they are the type of person, they're the type of, you know, individual to gossip about everybody and keep them at bay. But you want to understand, be kind to them because at the end of the day, you don't want to piss this person off because, you know, when you're dealing with the gossip crew, they might create lies. They might, and just to keep it, keep it cool, man. Just be like, yo, what's up? You know, speak, be kind, shake their hand, go out of your, you know, go out of your way, but just make sure you treat them with respect, but keep your distance at the same time. You don't have to entertain any of those conversations. You know, you don't have to tell them anything that you don't want others to know. Make sure you do that when dealing with the gossip crew. If there's something about, about um, you know, another coworker or a boss that you, you just, you don't want anybody else to know, or even in your personal life, please don't tell that person. Because if you see that they are always talking about other people to you, then that means if you def- if you decide to you know confide in them with something, they're probably gonna tell your business to somebody else. So when dealing with that gossip crew, please keep your distance. Um, it's like know your enemies and then love them, but make sure that you know that they're your enemy because they can really destroy your career. So at the end of the day, you don't want to entertain them. And how you do this is you know you just 
be short, you know, just say like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not about that. Or, you know, when as soon as you hear them, you know, start to gossip in a group, just, you know, kindly remove yourself or just walk away. Like, oh, I'm about to go get some coffee or, hey, man, I got to take this call. You know, just get out of the area. So that way, eventually, these people will know that you aren't about that life. You really aren't trying to be in the gossip crew. You really not trying to be about that drama. You're there for work. And eventually they will realize that, you know, you're not the type of person that they can, you know, put that stuff and put that bad energy off on. And then lastly, like I said before, never vent to them. If you got a problem, that's not the person you need to be talking to. If you got an issue with somebody at work, don't go to the person that you know that's telling everybody's business. Even if that's your girlfriend or that's your, that's your homeboy, don't go to that person because at the end of the day, they're probably going to tell somebody even if they're not trying to be malicious. It's just their nature to just talk about people and gossip. So just never vent to that person. The next, so, uh, the next issue or toxic person is the dramatic one. These people are very annoying. Um, I probably fall into some of these categories, but I really try not to um, and try to make sure that I maintain a certain level of respect and decorum at work so that way you can get your job done. But again, nobody's perfect. So I'm pretty sure everybody has done one of these things. What's up, Econics fam? It's Josh checking in. I want to quickly dive into something crucial, your financial peace. So picture this, comfortable conversations about your budget that actually makes sense, life insurance that's not a headache, and managing your debt without all of the confusion. Well, that's exactly how I intend to serve all of you. So if you'd like to connect and begin your journey towards financial freedom, well, just tap the link in the show notes to schedule a meeting and we'll chat. I'm really excited to show you how I can earn your business. And now on to the show. Um, the dramatic one. So the dramatic one is, is the person whose workload is bigger than everybody else's. They love to be the center of attention. They, they, they demand so much attention and it's almost draining to a team and to, to people who work with them directly. And they love chaos. They love operating in chaos. They love, you know, just being, being seen. They love being seen in the workplace and they just, you know, I don't know why, but they just, they like that. And they believe that they're the only ones dealing with work problems. These are the people who they have the biggest workload or they have the worst clients or they get the, you know, they get the the short end of the stick most of the time. And, you know, they're always just dramatic and making their problems seem bigger than everybody else's. Um, the solution to dealing with the dramatic crew is, you know, don't give them the attention. I'm the type of person, if I see that somebody, you know, they want attention, they love attention, and they just want it because they just, they desire to have it. I'm not going to give it to them. Um, especially, especially in the workplace, y'all. Um, if they desire to have that attention, they need to go somewhere else for it. And it's not going to come from me. So if you definitely want to kind of get away from that individual, just refuse to give them that attention. And eventually they will get the hint. And, you know, when they complain, if you want to approach it from a different perspective, when they start to make their solution, make their situation seem bigger than they are, talk to them. You know, when they complain, offer solutions, empathize with their situation. You know, just say something like, hey, man, I understand that, you know, you, you definitely probably, you know, might have some really bad clients. But what do you think that you, you could do to make that better? Start to challenge them. If you if y'all on that level, if y'all are cool on that level, start to ask those questions and, you know, be calm. 
you know, be rational, but offer solutions, you know, force them into a position to offer solutions about their problems and about those issues. Because at the end of the day, you know, you probably dealing with the same thing. You just handling it differently. So that's the dramatic one. The next person that we have is the victim syndrome. Yes, the victim syndrome. Um, The victim syndrome is a very frustrating person to deal with. Uh, The victim syndrome is the person who always places blame on everyone else. For me, um, this is probably, again, this is one of the most frustrating ones too for me um, because it's like no matter what you say, they always... They always blame somebody else, even if it could be their fault. They never take ownership. You know, this is a type of individual who says the boss is out to get me and they they never own up to making a mistake. Like I've literally had situations in the workplace where um, an individual has made a mistake and, you know, when it came to, you know, getting a, a task completed and it was directly their fault, but it was somebody else's fault. They literally placed the blame on a car or, oh, I forgot or no, that couldn't have happened. You know, this coming up with some straight up BS, man. So when you're dealing with people with the victim syndrome, um, this is the type of person I like to to ask logical questions to um, because at the end of the day, if you can you know, talk to someone who has the victim syndrome and you can kind of ask questions and probe and then get them to realize that at the end of the day, it was their fault or come up with better solutions to that problem. Um, then at the end of the day, that is a win. You're not going to change people at work. You're never going to change, you know, the negative Nancy. Don't try. If it's not your, it's, don't try to change that person because at the end of the day, you know, do your best to be a positive light, do your best to be uh, a good person to them. But at the end of the day, it's not your job. It's your job to get your work done. So when dealing with that victim syndrome type of individual, ask them what they could do um, to better the situation. You know, again, like I said, force them to come up with a solution through asking basic questions. And you have to understand that this is the type of person that they are. So when, again, when you understand you know, the type of individual that you're dealing with, then you can navigate it a little bit easier. If you know that this person is, is, has the victim syndrome and they never take ownership, try not to let it frustrate you. Just understand who that person is. And from there, um, just like, look, man, I already know in my head that this dude is not, not going to accept responsibility. So I don't really have time for it. I'm not going to entertain it. Um, and eventually, you know, if you, if you have, you know, decent leadership at, at best, decent leadership and managers and, you know, in the workplace, they'll start to realize that this person doesn't take ownership. And eventually over time that those types of people will weed themselves out because when you're never able to take ownership of a mistake or even a success, anything, if you're not able to take ownership over your life and over issues and problems, you'll never be able to be successful and you'll only, you'll plateau very soon. You'll plateau very, very quickly in the workplace because at the end of the day, people get paid to offer and provide adequate solutions and that's with anything. So when dealing with that victim syndrome person, just have a conversation with them. Ask them, what do you think that that could be done better? You know, if they start, well, I need a better boss and I need a better, I'll say, okay, well then all right, well, that's, that's your solution. And well, how can you make that better? What can you do? Start asking them, what can they do to make the situation better? And if they feel like they can't do anything, it's a lost cause. Keep moving. Call it a day. 
<laughs> so the next person and the last person is the individual that brings home to work. These are types of people where, you know, oftentimes, you know, if they're bringing home to work to you, y'all are probably, you know, close enough for them to confide in you. So you know that they aren't coming from a bad place, but they seem to always be talking about home issues. And yes, it can be extremely draining at times because, you know, I've had managers like this too. And I've had coworkers like this, managers like this. Um, everybody talks about work, about home issues at work. Everybody does. I'm not saying that you shouldn't talk about it, but there's a line that shouldn't be crossed. And, you know, for, for me, I really try to keep my personal business, my personal business. Um, and for some people, they're the total opposite because that's who their family is, is, is their work family. So again, you know, when you're, when you're the type of person or you, you're dealing with people who bring home to home to work a lot, you know, be understanding because again, we, I think it's healthy to have some of those conversations at work. However, it shouldn't dominate your workplace because, um, it'll, it'll distract you and you can't get your job done because you're too busy dealing with somebody else's problems. And, you know, it tends to hold you back and hold the entire team back because you're not able to give your best because, you know, you're focused on dealing with things at home that shouldn't be in the workplace. So, I'm going to give you guys some, um, some couple of tips and tricks to, you know, just overall tips and tricks, um, after this. So the solution to dealing with the person who brings home to work is if you want to, you can redirect the conversation back to work. Just say, Hey, Hey, you know what? Look, I really want to talk about this, but I really got something to do or, Hey, let's get this done first. And we can chat. We can chat about that later. That's a very positive way to say, look, I'm not trying to ignore you. I acknowledge that you want to talk about something and we will do that, but just not right now. Let me get my job done. Let me get my work done. That's a really, you know, kind and polite way to say, look, bruh, I don't have time for this and I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to get this done. Um, if your friends ask them to talk about it during a break, if you guys have some downtime, this would be like, yo, um, let's, let's, let's chat about this on our 15. Let's, Hey, when we on a lunch break, let's go talk about it. Cause again, if you're dealing with this type of person, then 90% of the time, you do have some type of relationship with them that they can't confide in you. Other people, they just want to tell their own business. So you just, you just have to let them talk. <laughs> just let them talk and just, and just stay out the way. Um, because if that person is, is, is telling everyone their business and bringing home to everyone at the workplace, just don't even entertain it. You know, um, kindly dismiss the conversation with short responses. Be like, okay, yeah, all right. Yep. That's it. So, you know, there are ways to, to throw hints at people to let them know like, Hey, I'm not really interested in having this kind of conversation. And, you know, at the end of the day, guys, you know, when dealing with toxic individuals at work, um, you're going to, you're going to always deal with them. Just a couple of tips and tricks that I found that works for me. Um, if you have a job where you can wear headphones at work, wear them. Headphones work wonders. Headphones let people know that, hey, I'm busy. Um, don't bother me. I'm trying to get something done. Hey, I'm on a call. Hey, um, yeah, I'm listening to music, so I'm, I'm locked in. I'm doing something. You know, sometimes I've had situations where I put my headphones in at work and I don't even have no music playing just to get people away from me so I can concentrate on doing some work. So again, headphones work wonders if you can uh, bring them to work. 
Another um, tips, uh, tip is to stay busy. Stay busy as possible, man. Don't just have busy work to have busy work, but make sure that you have a list of things to do. Um, if, if somebody is, is, is really on you and just being negative and you can really dismiss the conversation and just, you know, say something like, all right, um, Hey, I got a couple of things I got to get knocked out. I'm really on a tight schedule today. And if I don't get it done, it's not going to look good, good for me. Um, and then just, you know, walk away and still go start working on whatever you got to do. And typically if you're at your desk or if you're at, you know, your place of work and you're busy and you're doing stuff, people tend to not bother you because they see that you're busy. Yes, you do have those people who don't care what you're doing. They'll bring up any and everything while you're trying to work. Um, I'm not the best at dealing with that because I can not say be rude to them, but I'll be very dismissive and very blunt and I'll just give them a look like, hey, I'm working. Can you not do that right now? I'm really trying to get this done. And I don't even have to say that. I'll just give them a look like, bruh, like you see me working. Why, why you interrupted me? Um, so that's just me. Um, just please don't do that if you're not that type of person. Um, and then again, leave the office for lunch, guys. One of the things that are best practices that's worked for me is, is leaving my uh, workplace for lunch and just kind of, kind of getting some downtime away from the office. Um, when you take that break, I, I would literally go and fix my lunch, break, bring my lunch to work. I would chow it down in like five or 10 minutes because I had like an hour lunch break and I used to work um, in a store um, and I would literally chow it down in like 10 minutes if that and then I would go to my car and go park under a tree and just sit there by myself. You know, I absolutely hate it when people bother me on my lunch break because that is my time to decompress for just one hour. So leave the office. If you got a lunch break, um, and you're able to leave the office, go somewhere, go find some, some, some place to, you know, to go chill, read a book, take a nap, whatever you want to do on your lunch break, just kind of try to get some Zen, something, um, to calm your mind down. Um, I would suggest that you try to not go to lunch with your coworkers all the time, because, you know, again, you, a lot of times we spend so much time with these people that they are like family. And, um, we need a break from them just like we do from anybody else. You need a break from your mom, your dad, your wife, your husband, your kids, you need breaks from these types, from these people. So it's the same for work. You know, when you're on your break, be on your break, turn your phone off or just like, let, just kind of let, you know, let people know like, Hey, when I want my break, just kind of like, don't bother me <laughs> Say it in a nice way, but eventually people will get the hint. Um, and that's really it, man. So when you're dealing with, you know, toxic coworkers, uh, those are some best practices that I found that worked for me. Um, if you guys have any questions about that or how to deal with a certain coworker, hit me up, man. I'm more than willing to, you know, give you some advice on how to navigate certain situations in the corporate world or just navigate situations in general when dealing with toxic coworkers and even toxic managers. So that wraps up today's episode. I hope you guys have a great Monday and guys go kick ass this week, take names, um, make it happen for yourselves. And that wraps up today's podcast. Y'all have a good week. Peace.